You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side studios for hour number three. The local, the state, the national, sometimes the international, man, we cover down on all of the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, this is a, a time of the week that is off its usual schedule. So Wednesday, I was in court doing lawyer Phil stuff, had to, had to miss the Grand Council. So the members of the Grand Council uh, obligingly agreed to shift our weekly meeting to, uh, to Friday, uh, one of whom is not present right now, but one of whom is, and that would be uh, Jeff Poor from FM Talk 106.5, the Jeff Poor Show, and executive editor of 1819 News. Jeff Poor, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. You know, right now we don't have a Dale Jackson on the line. What do you think that is? I think we need to sit here and talk bad about him. What do you think? Yeah, I, you know, he's like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I got news. Next time I'm on his show, I'm going to forget. Uh, I, think he's, uh, I think he's on the phone with Boomer right now. But, uh, uh, Boomer, you got Dale Jackson or what? Have you got him? He's got him. Boomer, I pronounce a quorum. Go ahead and hit it. Assemble the Grand Council. Ta-da! Ta-da, ta-da. All right, uh, we've got Jeff, and you just talked to, to to Dale. Is Dale there? I just talked to Dale, and he hung up because he's going to jump on the computer. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, he just remembered, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Hey, I tell you what, though, Jeff, me and you talking, I'll take the first question. Chinese right. spy balloon. The Chinese spy balloon is this is the news right now. Every single news outlet covering it. I got thoughts on this, but I want to know your thoughts first of all. What is its purpose, and should you shoot it down? Your thoughts. What do you got? You probably should take it down somehow. If, if for any reason you want to take it to see what they got as far as technology, what they have available, I, I, I just think that is a no-brainer. Uh, but um, do we know it's spy? Could it, is it possible it's weather? It's it's violating U.S. airspace, whatever it is, and. Um, the, uh, I, I think you've got to act. I mean, it's just, no, it's irresponsible not to. Well, I, I think, I think that's, yes, I totally agree. And I, we, my show has been lit up with it today. I mean, the, the text lines have gone crazy over this thing. It's, it's maddening that we have this happening because right now this is nothing but provocative. The Chinese government's admitted it's theirs. They have not explained why it's there. Our Pentagon said in a press briefing a little while ago that it is maneuverable. In other words, someone's driving it from somewhere. And then it also has a payload, meaning it's carrying something important, and we don't know what. And it's just hanging out there over the missile bases. Did you lose him again, Boomer? Is he back? Dale Jackson, are you here or what? I'm right here. I've been here the whole time. Oh, is that your story? <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you talking about? I, I just listen to you guys uh, opine about the uh, Chinese balloon. Uh, yeah, I agree with both of y'all. Take it down. We, it should have been taken down before the public ever found out about it, and we should have then said, look what we got. And, and that's how you should have done it because that's how they would have done it. Okay, so what is it in your opinion? What do you think it is? If you had to oh, guess, I have no idea. Come on, I'm, I'm sure maybe it's like a TikTok transponder. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, have, I have I have no idea, but it, the entirety 
uh, of the argument is that, oh, don't worry, it's not doing anything these low-orbit satellites aren't doing, and uh, we've taken steps to make sure that it can't get much uh, information. That's not reassuring stuff, okay? No. It's just not. We should ban that. We should ban TikTok, both Chinese uh, s satellite spy operations. Uh, one of my listeners has texted a few minutes ago and said it's it's carrying the rest of Biden's classified documents back from China. That's what we're yeah. dealing with right now. Okay, I'll just be honest with you. I think shoot it down. I say shoot it down, study it, and then box it up and send it back COD. Make them pay for it. Um, but uh, but the reality is, ain't no way this should be happening. And if we flew a blimp over China, you got to know that it would already be on the ground. That's that's that's, that's my thing. No, I don't think there's any question about that. All right, Jeff Bohr. Next question. What you got? Prison master release mishandling. Is this what gets Kay Ivy finally? Gets her how? Like gets her thrown out? Or what are you saying? I, I She's Teflon Kay. Uh, does she ever take a hit? She could dress up in blackface. She could shut half the state down. She still gets uh, high approval numbers, uh, waxes her political opponents. You is first. Any, is, is, this, is this something that is going to damage her? You first, Dale Jackson. Uh, I think this is definitely something uh, that does not end well, but not for Kay Ivey. I mean, like he says, she's Stephon Kay. It doesn't matter what she does. She's, I mean, she hasn't said a word about this. Uh, the media is, seems completely uninterested in even talking to her. Uh, if anything, this Steve Marshall is running the show here, uh, talking about how this needs to end. You've got um, some state legislators uh, proposing bills, uh, as Jeff Poor pointed out to me earlier this week. And uh, I think that there's going to be a big push to – kind of move these uh, early releases back. I don't think it goes anywhere, though, because the idea here was release stress on the prison system. These people are less likely to offend than people letting them out uh, in larger numbers of other people. So I, I think they'll just power through this. They'll go with a couple stories in a target-rich environment where they say, hey, they didn't put an ankle monitor in this guy, and hey, this guy you know, did this, and this guy ate a baby, and this guy did all these other things. and <laughs> they, They'll kind of just let it go. Well, so I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I do think it's going to be a bit of a black eye that she has to weather, but I think she's going to weather it like she always does, uh, usually by saying nothing. And that's what's happening in her. And I literally Googled earlier trying to find commentary from the governor's office, and it's like crickets. Um, but, but one of the things that's, uh, that's also interesting to watch right now is how different departments are throwing it on the other departments. So, you know, former Senator Cam Ward, now head of uh, pardons and paroles, he has immediately said, not my call, man. It's on Aaliyah and Aldock, and they're the ones messing this thing up. And, um, and then, you know, so I think if there's a fall guy, it's going to be somebody in Aaliyah or somebody in uh, like John Hamm's office in the Department of Corrections. that They're, they're, they're bearing the brunt. Uh, your own question, Jeff. What are you thinking? Oh, oh, a couple of things. We had Chip Brown, uh, 1819 News, talked to him yesterday. Yeah. He said this is the governor's bill. She was the architect. She wanted this. She was why Mac McCutcheon pushed it. And I, I think there's this chance that if something goes bad here, that if somebody, for whatever reason, God forbid, somebody gets murdered or something by one of these 400 that have been released, then you're going to see this, this finger pointing and this back and forth. And that's that's where it gets tricky for Governor Ivey because all of her other scandals – uh, not necessarily a victim in it, right? Well, I, I guess the COVID shutdowns, yeah, but th then it becomes where you have this political dynamic. But let me say this real quick. the uh, I don't think these are all low-level offenders. There's a bunch no. of murderers, a bunch of rapists in there. Yeah, It's just a bad look. And, uh, we had the Blunt County District Attorney on, on my show today. She said that there was a, a murderer that she had to notify the victims of, 
and the day decided he was a low risk and took the ankle monitor off of him. So you have all of these just weird things going on with this. Well, you, you do. And I tell you what's what's maddening is that it's happening at all. And I, and I got to be honest with you, I take a little issue with Representative Chip Brown. I understand what he's saying. The governor pushed for the bill. He voted for the bill. Right. He, I mean, you can't just say, well, it was the governor's bill. We didn't know what we were doing. We are a freaking legislature. Vote. You, you read your bills and you vote accordingly. And then if you made a mistake, you own it and you amend the, the legislative action later on. But you don't sit there and go, well, we didn't know what was happening back in 2021. We were just innocent babes in the woods. And she brought a bill over. and We said, OK, well, governor. I, I think this could happen. I, I don't think we'll see a special session or anything like that. I, don't, I, I think you could see the governor issue an executive order slowing this thing down, and then maybe acting, uh, taking uh, accordingly. I don't think she will. I don't think she will because that would be an omission of fault. I think what's going to wind up happening is somebody is going to have to own up to it in the, in the legislature, and they'll bring something back in the next session to amend the bill and slow the process. But why is it bad, guys? Why I is mean, it I, bad? Yeah, why is what? it bad? I mean, it, this, is, this is the thing. You know, the reason this happened— Are we talking because... to Dale Jackson right now? Who is well, this I'm on just, the phone? Not, hey— I mean, look, the reason they, they did this is they wanted to make the argument that our prisons were over overfilled and we need to alleviate some of the stress so the big, bad federal government doesn't come because it's been coming for 20 years. It just got lost on the way here. I don't know. But no, 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 no. Listen, hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me at least get to the point here. So what they said is let's alleviate some of the stress. Let the people who are going to get out in ten to two, two to 10 months or whatever it was, let those guys out early because they're going to get out anyway. This thirty, this guy with a 30-year sentence who, who was in jail was going to get out next year anyway. So let's put them on ankle monitors, which they screwed up, and, and let these guys out early. That's what they decided. I don't think they backed around, nor should they. Let's see what happens. Well, okay, no, no, no. But, but it's the way they're doing it. They're screwing the whole thing up, Dale. I agree I mean, with that. The, the ankle well, monitors aren't on. They're not notifying victims. All of it. Listen Jeff, to me ahead. real quick. What? what they were doing here has nothing to do with that. That was just the 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 uh, the validation of it. They were using COVID money to build new prisons. They said, "Oh wow, this is not a good look for us. We need to toss these kooks on the left, some of the Democrats in the legislature, some of these left wing storefronts that dictate the terms of this whole discussion about criminal justice reform. We need to toss them a bone." And this is what Jim Hill, the House Judiciary Committee Chairman, came up with, and it they. They bit off more than they could chew. That's all this was. This was trying to save face because they were using COVID-19 money to build new prisons. It has not, I mean, they, they could say that, what that's what they were doing the whole time, but this was a political gesture. Bam. Okay, that's fine. I, I say lock them all in jails for longer, but they are going to get out. So. All right. Yeah, hey, I, I mean, hey. a 30-year sentence is like five years now. That, 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 that argument doesn't hold water. All right, hey, as chair of the council, we got to run out of time here in a minute. Dale, you got a question for us? We can go to your question real quick and do that for the break. What do you got? Why is Jeff so mad? That'd it's, be one it's, of my you, it's you, Dale. You inflamed <laughs> you our passions. You inflamed that's our not passions. True, Jeff, we disagree. It's okay <laughs> to disagree. It's all right to disagree. Dale Jackson, okay. what's your question? Uh, my question is this. Does anyone buy that Devin Keith, Huntsville City Councilman, uh, got arrested at Walmart for taking a $20 pair of headphones he forgot to pay for? Well, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Jeff? Jeff? No, I don't buy it. Okay. Yes. 
Is that the end Something of the Something else is afoot, and I can't wait till it breaks. Well, I, so uh, the bottom line, though, is this guy's been controversial before because he already had that whole moment in the restaurant where he said he was being denied service because he was with an athlete who knelt down at the National Anthem. And then, oh, by the way, when the story came out, it was really, well, we just didn't like the waitress. Yeah, he's a pathological liar. I okay. Mean, that's part of his problem. All right. Well, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> All right. All right, fellas, round one. We're there. Perfect timing. Taking the break. We'll come right back. Round two with uh, the Grand Council, Jeff Poor, FM Talk 1065, and Executive Editor 1819 News, and Dale Jackson, 770 AM, 925 FM, WVNN, and Yellowhammer News, and me. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right making it cool to be a conservative going right back now with the grand council we got uh, jeff poor from fm talk 1065 down in the coastal regions of our state he is also the executive editor at 1819 news and dale jackson from wvnn in huntsville as well as being uh, a writer for yellowhammer news gentlemen round two of the grand council here's here's my question to lead it off um i look at the fact that so Alabama Republican Party Chairman John Wall just became a vice chairman for the National Republican Party. Congressman Mike Rogers from Alabama is now the new chairman of House Armed Services. Katie Britt is the only freshman senator to be appointed to a seat on the Appropriations Committee in the Senate. Robert Adderholt is, Congressman Adderholt is now a subcommittee chairman on the House Appropriations. Has Alabama reached a point that we are considered a power in national politics as a state? Your thoughts on that, Jeff Rowe, what you got? I, I, I don't, you know, with, with Shelby gone, I, I think that was a major, major hit. Uh, so all the other stuff you just mentioned is, is uh, I mean, certainly in the right direction, but the hit you took without Richard Shelby, one of the most powerful men in America, I think diminished Alabama. I mean, it, it, it and it's 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 getting back, or it will get back uh, ultimately. But uh, you still you still got a big hole to come jump out of. I mean, you, you say that, and I and I agree with you. I think Shelby was politically speaking one of the most powerful men in America, but he was one. Now we're talking about. I just named off four. Do you see that as being any different when you have more names in the mix as opposed to just the one senior? I, I think the one senior that can, uh, you know, wave a magic wand uh, has a, a lot more. I mean, like you said, it, it's not to say that we won't get back there, but I don't like a vice chairmanship for the uh, ALGOP. I, I don't know. Adderholt uh, uh, certainly poised to ultimately be a, a chairman of the House Appropriations, but the House is so unstable. I mean, I, you know, it's not like the Senate. I, I think Katie Britt would be the uh, uh, perhaps uh, ultimately will be the one. Um, Rogers, I think, has got a couple of years left. So as he doesn't try to like grab, snatch anybody up, right? But uh, taking that shell, right as of right now, just net net, I think he's still got a hole to climb out of. Uh, Dale Jackson, what are you thinking? I mean, it's a net negative, obviously, just because, as Jeff said, you know, he had such a, a force with Shelby. Uh, but I think Katie Britt is going to maneuver just like a submarine, take some of the same. Uh, positions and places that Shelby was uh, obviously with a little less power or a lot less power let's put it that way but also you know if you're the Republican Party when you're thinking about who's going to give the response to the State of the Union and 
you go with uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I mean, how far down the list do you think Katie Britt was down that list? I bet you it wasn't that far. I know she's a first-termer and all that stuff, but she's the one you're going to be trotting out there uh, to, to talk to suburban moms and stuff. So give her power. Uh, uh, give her agency. And, and, I, and I think you're in pretty good shape down the line. Uh, I tend to agree. And, uh, and I did not know that about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You gave me something new there. I didn't even realize that. But I, I would agree if they picked Sanders, who's going to wind up being a, a force in the future, I think. Uh, I would bet that Katie Britt was right behind. Um, all right, next question. Jeff Rowe, what you got? Uh, this, this study that's everywhere about uh, half of Alabama hospitals operating in a deficit and talking about hospitals closing sounds to me like – probably scare tactics to get Medicaid expansion, but are you guys buying it or do you think this is exactly what it looks like as it is to me? Uh, it's, 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 it's literally a scare tactic trying to get to the Medicaid expansion thing again. And, and this is, this is, it's like wash, rinse and repeat. I mean, how many times are we going to hear they're all going to close and no one's going to have health care, and we've got to get more entitlement programs in place. And that's, that's where we are. Um, and, and, and don't think for a second, by the way, that the argument that the federal government will pay for it really holds water because it pays for it for a period of time and then we take over. And I just I see it as being it's it's part of the it's part of the artful Dodgers effort to portray himself as the innocent and he's really not. Um, so Medicaid expansion they're trying again. Dale, fifty uh, percent of hospitals say one point five billion down, um, and then you have what fifteen that say they're going to close. But I don't know anything and the. Uh, issue also becomes the head of the Huntsville Hospital saying what you said that hey who, who wouldn't want the federal government to pay for this stuff that's going to be the angle they use but they've been beating their heads against that wall for 10 years and I don't think they've gotten anywhere with it so no I, I think the conversation is going to happen I, I talked to Arthur Orr who's right in the mix of all that stuff and he he gave that a big thumbs down yeah. earlier today so I don't see it happen your own question uh, Jeff uh, sum it up what are you thinking uh, a contradiction here with the certificate of need board still being a thing and the, uh, you know, that the they want to limit how many hospitals can and cannot open in Alabama. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not buying it. Come up with something better, uh, AHA. All right, uh, Dale, we got about uh, about a minute. What you got, dude? If, All right, I'll give you an that. easy one here. Did Tom Brady decide he'd rather get flattened by 300-pound guys than be married to a, a supermodel? Is that why he came back and played? <laughs> and now, now that he's out of that marriage, he can quit and go have fun? Who the heck? He's going he's gonna to wind up being – he's going to be playing for Cleveland next year, I think, is what's going to happen. Uh, Jeff? Vegas, baby. Jeff, you got an answer on that one? Uh, she was pretty awful. I, I, I think, uh, I, I think maybe you're onto something, Dale. <laughs> All she's right. She's got an awful person, right? We found congruity at the end of the uh, Grand Council. You don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. <laughs> All Why right, fellas. I can speculate and acknowledge that it. it's, I mean, I don't know. Thank whatever. you for your time. Thank you for your flexibility with having the Grand Council on Friday afternoon. You guys have an amazing weekend. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. Boomer and I back here for one more half hour. We'll be right back.